0: Welcome to Musically and Technically Speaking, a podcast where music and technology intersect. Hosted by Brenda Minch and Carol Broves.
1: Hello everyone! Howdy! And we Hello! And got, we got Jen here today? Yep. yep. And we're all on vacation! Yay! Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> oh my. Well, um, today our topic's going to be about amazing kids. You know, how do we deal with this child that comes in? given whatever age they are, and they're just amazing. They're just really passionate about music or passionate about something that happens with our class, and they're just amazing. They go home, they practice, they, they come in up to us and they talk to us. How do we deal with that one or two children that we have in our class and our general population within the classroom?
0: So this would be the equivalent of a classroom teacher saying, how do you deal with gifted?
1: Right, but I, I sort kind of, of do away with I like the word amazing because... Um, gifted you know is so many is is used so loosely you know um, true and sometimes these could be the basic kid that's had five years of piano you know I wouldn't say that they're talented but they already know music they've been taking piano for five years and they they they, they can play Bach you know I mean right how do you deal with that child as opposed to a child that they look at the word Bach and they're trying to go botch You know, I mean, you got those sitting right next to each other. It's, you know, how do you deal with, you know, a child that totally understands all about the Chicago Symphony with a child that, you know, no clue that there's even, that even exists. So. So, Jen, how do you deal with that in your classroom? Um,
2: well, I, I see my kids in the middle school for a quarter and we do a lot of different projects and hands-on things and. For, like, example, for my composer projects, I give the kids, you know, the basic, what we're looking for, but they really have a lot of freedom to design their project to make it what they want to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I've got kids that are going way beyond my expectations um, with the information they're finding out, creating their projects, putting it together, and creating these beautiful videos. Um same thing at sixth grade with world music. And then seventh and eighth grade, when we work on garage band and Mm -hmm. composition, um, I let the kids, one of their projects that they have a choice of is to design their own projects. And some of the things these kids come up with is just phenomenal. Um, And it just, it allows them to just be creative and express themselves. And of course, I have kids that aren't Amazing that you know, just kind of go with the flow, but it gives these ch- kids a chance to really shine and express themselves, and they feel the freedom and the comfort to do so.
1: Right. How do you do it, Brenda? What do you because ha- you teach K3, so you're going to have some students that really have had some piano or right. some type of music lessons. Well, I think for me, I guess you
0: notice that you know, the, the individual projects is pretty easy to say, okay, well, this kid. Often, I guess, with the individual projects, like the composer projects and stuff that we're doing, um, I don't often notice that they are advanced in their knowledge about the composer so much as they are advanced in the knowledge about how to make the project, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. So they already know how to use, you know, PowerPoint, and so we're going to put them into VoiceThread, or we're going to, you know, they, they understand VoiceThread very quickly, so here, let them figure out some advanced things on the program, that kind of thing. Um, Basically, for that, for those project kind of things, I let them do or fiddle with the extra things in the programming that I tell everyone else, you don't have time to do that because we only have three days and you have to get your project done. Does that make sense? Right. Now, for my more advanced kids musically, I guess what I end up doing is um, I end up putting them a little bit more in a teacher role. So, like, if we're working with, you know, quarter and eighth note patterns and this kid clearly gets it already and, you know, has demonstrated the last two classes that we've covered this, that they get it and they're bored to death, then I bring them up to the front and say, okay, you know, so-and-so is going to say the rhythm and I'm not going to listen. You're going to check it. You're going to make sure they do it right. And if they don't do it right, then you need to tell them which note they need to fix and how they need to fix it. And don't just tell them that it's wrong. You need to explain to them how it's wrong. to Kind of give them a little bit more um, to help them to think about it more from an analytical standpoint than just that they can already do it.
1: Right. Yeah. I, uh, with my students, you know, I think you hit it on there, Brenda, is that you have musically kids that are musically talented or no more. And then you have the ones that are more creative and know what's going on. And then you also have the techie ones that are sort of techie and trying to keep those three worlds sort of together. Um, I always have one or two kids that I even tell them point blank they're not on the same program. They don't do the same the class is doing. They have a, they're on their own program. I have a student right now, my little Mozart, and he is so into John Williams. He thinks that John Williams is this. He is so focused on his music and the way he does everything. He wants to be able to play all of John Williams' music. So for oh, wow. his for his composer project, he's not picking one of the composers that I had on the list. He has John Williams, and so. You know, he's playing 30 seconds. He's going to actually play the music of all these. He's already been on his fourth one, okay? The rest of the class hasn't even done one yet. <laughs> They're just working out. But he's working ahead. That's just who he is. And so I think, you know, to. to I, I think the biggest word, and it's such sort of a lame word, but to a creative kid, it like opens the world and it's the word allow. When they come to you with an idea for a project, I'm sure Jen does this. I know Brenda does this. You allow it to happen. Yes. You don't say, well, no, you know, we're trying to do this over here. So you've got to do the exact same thing that everyone's doing. And if you right. say to the child, you know what? You don't have to do that. You've got this idea that's just outstanding. And you're over here. You're doing something different. And just keep working. <laughs> just go over there. Keep working. Keep working on your stuff. And just let me know if you need any help. And when that so, happens- how do
0: you deal with the students then? Because inevitably, when you have this this type of student who's working ahead, you get some of your lower end kids who will barely be able to finish the pro- the basic project as, you, as you've outlined it. Right. Will see what that advanced child is doing and say, "I want to do that too." So, how do you deal with the the kid who says, "I want to do that too," but you know at this point with the time frame you have? can't get that accomplished
1: because i tell them okay that sounds great uh you're going to be coming in after school and you're, i'm to see if because my friday morning tech you'll have to be here on friday mornings at seven fifteen. you can do it but you gotta put a lot of time and effort into it because you got you got to get up to snuff i mean you got to get up and so when they realize that they got to put more effort in that sort of nix it but then i do have that kid that says yeah i really do want to do it and they put that effort in they come in during recess they're coming in before school because they want it to happen too you know it um it's it, it's sort of like there's a fork in the road. The kid that really wants to work hard and say, listen, I want to really work hard. I want to really do this. And I'm going to have to work hard because, you know, I don't have the skills yet, but I want it. And the kid's say, you know what? Right. I, I, I don't want to put that much effort in, you know. I, I just want to do the basic thing. I said, well, great. Then that sounds good. Because, you know, my thing is always, especially in the junior high, they all want to make movies. And my thing is it's great to make a movie with still shots. The moment you have to make a movie with moving video – T- times 10, the editing is out of out of control. And I try to tell kids, you know, it's a lot of time. And once they get into it and they realize it's really too much time, they bolt from it and they realize, you know. Right. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I have one or two kids in the class that are totally on a different program. And sometimes these creative end kids, you know, they want – I mean, in fact, on Thursday and Friday at the end of the week, I had a lot of kids come to my – room because the teachers were sort of on, you know, hold mode. They were watching movies and they knew they could come to my room and work. And I had my real high-end kids. They all bolted from the movie and they were in my room working on their projects. Because they saw that as a time that they could put some, you know, quality time in, you know, uh, to get something done. They didn't, they'd didn't. seen the movie twice and they they were down in my room. And their teacher let them go because, you know, one less kid up in the room, one room down, you know. So, right. um, that's sort of how I handle it. I mean, I I I really want the kids, and some of the kids, too, that are the musicians, you you expect a little bit more out of them. On the same vein, there are projects that I definitely have a real amazing kid with a kid that doesn't know what's going on. Because I think it's important that sometimes those kids that are real amazing spread the wealth around and help out other people. Like you said, Brenda, they become the teacher. And that's really important. It helps the class. It helps me. And, um, you know, uh, and I think it helps the kid because they're running around helping other people out. I, I usually have three or four kids that are really good voice thread kids. And they're the ones trying to, you know, help people out and make sure that they've got their avatar. They, you know, everything's working. <laughs> you know. Um, so you do have those kids. So so here's a question to
0: throw out at you guys because
1: I find it because
0: – all three of us tend to run a relatively technologically inclined classroom for some of our projects. I find that my kids have a really easy time with tech stuff. I find that they have a much harder time like, for instance, okay, um, doing musical stuff and helping other kids with that. And here's what, here's what I'm going to say. For instance, I have a kid who, like, really gets how to keep a steady beat. He never is off the beat. He always has. It doesn't matter if I ask him to do it. His hands, his feet, you know, with a pattern that splits, you know, sides, one hand and the other. It doesn't matter. And, again, I'm speaking on elementary level here. But if I tell that kid to go over and help this kid next to him who simply cannot seem to keep on the beat on a regular basis – they often don't know how to help a student with keeping a beat. Does that make sense? Like oh, yeah. they can help a kid make their voice you know, or their avatar because they know that it's this step, this step, so, and they and they can verbalize. Please, you know, click here, click here, click here, and they can point to the screen, because my rule is they can't touch the kid's mouse. But they don't have a point of reference for how to help another student with something that is very um
1: basic it's well, not were, well they've learned well it's, it's
0: not cut and dried you know like there's not you can say here's how you do it but i mean even i as a teacher sometimes have a hard time explaining how how do you keep a steady beat well you just kind of feel it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. jen what do you think
2: um i agree to an extent i've got some kids who are very musically inclined in my room once again it's middle school and i've got some Band kids who are phenomenal, some choir kids who are phenomenal, piano kids. Um, they seem to get it, and sometimes it helps to have the kids explain it in words, like in their words, and the other kids are like, oh, I get it.
1: Yeah, it's called, kids to talk.
2: me explaining it. Um, mm-hmm. So that, for me, the, the, like with other kids explain it, it seems to put two and two together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah. I, that that part of you know being on the beat and just understanding how music works, um, that's why when I do my Sibelius thing, I always make sure that I don't put two musicians together. I, I spread the wealth. They, they're usually, it just sort of happens with the project. Um, it's the second project, so they, they go with a different friend that's not their friend, and usually they're not musicians. There'll be one kid that's a musician and one isn't. And it's interesting how those two worlds, it's nice to have those two worlds and mm. have the one kid help the other kid out and explain why we have to put, you know, a couple of C's here, and then we gotta to go to G and then we go to F, you know, um, how it all works. And they kid talk it. That's what I call it kid talk. You know, which I don't have. I have the adult talk. <laughs> and I mean the way I talk, and I mean it in that way. So Well we all teach amazing kids and it's 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 so interesting. Um, you know, I even you know, it's it's interesting to see what happens to them as they as they go through their lives. Because if it's a positive experience they're going to have a positive experience for the rest of their life. True. Okay. Well, this was a good one to all those amazing kids that we teach. Keep them amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like more information on any of the topics we discussed, all the links are on the blog.